show, turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Watson. And I'm Stevie. And welcome to episode 209 of Blurds Are Us. We may potentially have a short episode for you guys today. Um, no promises there. <laughs> well, okay, well, I think it would be very short. I've had an absolutely amazing weekend. Been very busy. I was a groomsman at my boy Ashton's wedding. Um, it was a fun time. It was the, uh, yeah, it was my first time being technically a groomsman i was like for chica's traditional i was part of like his traditional group i wasn't technically like a groomsman innit? and for his white wedding he didn't actually really have any groomsmen it was just like him and his best man to be honest but um, yeah man it was fun um as my my wedding gift i got like a flask uh, uh um a cost not cost me like a flask with my name on it and a date on it got a bottle of rain nephew and yeah, man, it was fun. Looked fly. My missus looked sexy as fuck. All right, it was it was just a fun weekend. So, because of me having such a fun weekend, uh, I wasn't able to watch as much as I normally would, or much of the stuff for the show. Um, but I did watch finish B stars. Um, I give that a whole chicken. Um, it was right now. I don't know whether it's shining new glasses kind of syndrome or shining new glasses, so shining new toy syndrome, but. I kind of enjoyed this one more than season one. Um, it was a very weird show. Like it had a lot of weird elements and themes to it. But I, once I got into the groove of watching it and like, I didn't have anything to do the next day for work or anything. I just couldn't start watching it. And, um, mate, some of the fight scenes in this was sick. Um, you finally found out who the killer was from season one. Um, yeah, it was just wild, man. Like, I don't know. It's 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 a strange anime, but it's not like strange in terms of like like you know like sci-fi strange or you know it's just it's just weird. Like it's they're telling stories as these animals in a world where carnivores can't eat herbivores, can't eat meat, and just inter very interesting interactions between them. Um, so I would highly recommend it. Uh, I also watched Sexy Beasts on Netflix. Oh, um, no. Oh, what the fuck is that like? Do you know, what, do you know what? Yeah, like, it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't horrible. Like, but my, my only thing is, yeah, is these kind of shows are a bit... Sh- Again, I don't know what the contestants know in it, yeah. But for me, as a guy watching this audience, yeah, everyone in this show was, like, at least a seven or above. No one in the show was ugly. Like, everyone in the show was hot. So, them having, like, um, being dressed up as these animals, yeah, to then, like, you know, not to be looking at people's looks and stuff, yeah, didn't make sense because, one, everyone had turned out to be hot anyway, and two, <laughs> and then two, after the date, yeah, the, like, the guys was like, oh, like, you know, I had a connection with her, 
but I really hope she's hot. Like, what? Like, that defeats the whole purpose <laughs> of the show. Like, the whole purpose of you lot, like, not having the stuff. And, and again, like... I thought you were going to say uh, that they, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, the the, the, the date was great, but I, I just want to want her to uh, to keep the keep the mask on. Oh, nah. There was, there was, only, there was only one <laughs> girl where she was like, oh, the date was cool, but like, I see him more as a friend. And I was like, oh, you've been friend-zoned already. Everyone else, like, when they saw the person they picked, I was like, oh, yeah, let's like, you know, let's start a relationship. Yeah, but there was one guy yeah, who was yeah. like, ah, the date was cool, but I see you more as a friend. So let's have a couple more dates and see where it goes. But like I said, it defeated the whole purpose of like, not being able to see what the other person looks like if everyone in the show was like, a seven, an eight, like some, some of the, some of the girls were absolutely stunning looking and like the dudes as well were very handsome. Do you know what I mean? So it was just like, it doesn't matter because you, you're still getting someone hot at the end of the day. So whether you enjoy their personality or not is kind of irrelevant. Um, which is a bit of a shame, but I still had fun of it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a half chicken. Um, B stars gets a whole chicken. And then let me just rewind a bit to let anyone that might be joining for the first time. Here at Blurs Rust, we have a very unique rating system. We call it a chicken rating system. If you sign absolutely dead, it gets bones. Then a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. If it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Uh, the next thing that I watch, I've only watched one episode, uh, two at the handle, um, Brazil version. I only watched episode one. And boy, just judging <laughs> off what's happening in episode one and like the teasers that they're showing you, yeah, this has the potential to be like 10 times better than the American version because these people are horny as fuck. Like, <laughs> there's a, a, one couple has basically already had sex. Another couple are like, have already, like, you know, like in America, one, like, normally, like, people only start getting down to it, like, near the evening when they've only got like half an hour left in it. And also, they don't get to like sleep with each other. Um, you know, they don't get to like sleep in the same room, um, with, without the conditions being met. Where in this one, they have like a whole 24 hours with each other without no uh, oh, rules. man. And did they get down to it quickly? There was like one couple was like fucking even before it got dark, they were exactly well, you, straight you, in the bedroom. Did you watch the Brazil one as well? Man, I have got a, I've got. Like I feel like I need to go to a confession booth. Uh, <laughs> I have seen, I have binged season one and two of the main Too Hot to Handle, yeah. and now I've watched like half of Too Hot to Handle Brazil. Oh my gosh, you've watched more than me! <laughs> uh, I love it. Terrible. It's lo- fucking trash. This is the this is the trashiest, trashiest shit stuff that I've ever watched. It is, but it it's is. it's. It's like uh, the, it's it's like complete junk food. Yeah, I mean, it, it just I can't stop watching. It's terrible. It is so it's bad. Terrible. And it's the fact they have no like. It seems like even though like what they're in their mid twenties, yeah, they have no self control and no self restraint. And like I, <laughs> I, I I love watching it. Like it's just so. It's like again, this is someone that for many years, yeah. I refuse to watch Big Brother. I refuse to watch Love Island. I refuse to watch um, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It. Like, I have refused yeah. to watch so many different reality TV shows that, like, it just got to a point where I was just like, I just didn't do them. So for this show to, like, suck me in so much that I just I just can't get enough of it, yeah. And, it, and it's such is, a dumb there, show there is as well. Some, there is some, like, like, 
genuinely funny moments. Mm. The way that they kind of like they've got a voiceover and then they've got the the robot woman Lana and then they Lana and they so there are they take the piss out of the contestants relentlessly. <laughs> there's no hiding the fact yeah. that these people are, are utterly. There's like, there's no like, what's the word? Honor or like smarts on them at all. Mm. It's oh man, it's so good. Is is actually so good. Um, but yes, like just from one episode in, man, I'm loving it. I, I'm giving the Brazil one a whole chicken. What what? You said you've seen basically all all three seasons now in terms of the very first two got to handle um, the second season yeah. and then now the Brazil. Uh, how there's would you another rate- one. There's another one that's called Two Got to Handle Latino. Ooh, as well. I think I saw it. you know what it is as well? Yeah, is like this one set with Brazil is, is set with like all Brazilians. So they all like from what I've seen so far. They're all from like the same culture, so they get the vibes. They like, and they're freaking Brazilian, so they're all super hot. Like one of the, my my slight issues with like season one and two is that I didn't think everyone in the villa was hot. When this Brazil one, I'm just like, yep, every 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 guy, yeah. every girl is hot. Like there there there's no in between in it. Yeah. So what would you rate yeah. the the seasons? Um, I I think I you know I kind of like um the the first one I just was kind of in disbelief that I was actually kind of getting sucked <laughs> into it, mm-hmm. and then the second one I, I kind of like resigned myself to the fact that I'd I'd really got into it. Mm. So so the second one was far more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and and then the Latina no the the Brazilian one. They all look more natural, um, and maybe it's just the, because it's like um, from different, slightly different cultures. But um, they're all a little bit more passionate. But the voiceovers in it. So uh, you listen to subs or dubs? Uh, I'm doing subs. Okay, because you, know, you gotta listen to the you gotta listen to the dubs. Okay, it genuinely makes <laughs> it so much more funny because it, it you imagine like. Um, it's um like um south park voiceovers so they make like what the youngest guy he's speaking all like this you know like <laughs> man, and he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do here they, they checked out together <laughs> it, it, honestly it's just uh, it sounds like even more jokes like but but anyway they yeah they uh this one is good, um, but I think season two, of the the original so far, I kind mm. of enjoyed. But but I'll have to see how how the final how how the rest of Brazil goes. Yeah. But there is I've just checked, and there is genuinely a uh, too hot to handle Latino, but it's not out yet. It's uh, it's coming, and there's a there's a trailer for it on Netflix. Oh, I'm, um, listen, I'm a, I'm a, like they right now. Yeah, I can't get enough of this show in it, so I'm gonna keep watching them as long as they keep putting them out because I like. I was trying to work how, like, out what the. Sorry, go on, go on, go on. I just like seeing how like bad people are in these in these situations where they just can't control themselves and like the drama that ensues. Like it's so ridiculous, but yeah. it's just so funny. The um the. This what what was the prize fund on on uh, on so the, the Americans? Was it hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. So the the Brazilian one, they've got like five 
Yeah, it's like five hundred and fifty-five thousand. Yeah, I think they basically were saying like um, it was about five hundred thousand re- res or something. Yeah. I don't know what their their kind of their their currency is, but um, they were about, about thirty-five thousand gets you a car because they were they were making a comparison where they like they basically like shacked up. Uh, it's like some of them had sex or something, mm. and it cost them cost them the the amount of a car. And I was thinking, actually. I swear they lost a hell of a lot more money in the other ones for having like for going all the way and having sex. I think it was like Whereas, 30, I think it was like thirty grand in the other one for the for having sex. Okay, right, fair, fair enough. Maybe that's the maybe that's maybe it's the same. But I was just thinking, they didn't feel like they were losing as much money for for going and having sex mm. in the Brazilian one. Maybe they just realised that these guys are, are that much care. more. Willing to go and break the rules. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's strange, strangely addictive. I think I'd give it as a as a as a review. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely. Uh, I just don't get why this trash TV's just sucked me in so much. Um, I haven't watched the latest episode of Bad Batch, but mine. Have you seen it? Yeah, I see the latest episode of Bad Batch. Uh, um, God, talk about. Mm. It. There's not much to talk about. This one didn't impress me at all. I think. Oh, swear down. This is probably a quarter chicken for me. This episode. Oh, wow. Was that bad? I mean, <clears throat> it wasn't that it was bad or anything like that. It just didn't capture me too much. Mm. Um, didn't feel like it really progressed the plot much, did it? Exactly. Exactly. It felt yeah. that it was just a, a filler episode. So, um, you know, th- I mean, I guess the only thing that we did see were the... Um, Oh, oh, the beginnings of a P. From the name of them, Pikes. The Pikes. Mm. Um, we saw um a medium race that we've seen in the um, I guess it was the last season of the Clone Wars. Um, who are um part of the legal spice trading um business. Um, but that's about it, really. Um, but yeah, there's not too much to talk about. I just felt very. Again, I don't know the word for it, but it just felt like it was just, you know, a whole load of filler. Mm, um, so yeah, I caught a chicken for me. Yeah. Steve, what did you think? You think it was quite filler as well? It was filler, but I still enjoyed it. I, th- I think I just can't... Every time they show these sort of, like, intro scenes mm. where they're flying over, like, cities and stuff, I'm like, fuck, this is so pretty. And, like, in this episode, there's a bit where they open up a door like a, a blast door type thing. Mm. And I was, I was looking at like the way the ape animated it and you see all the mechanism fucking moving and everything as he's unlocking it. And I was like, this is so detailed. This is, this is the kind of animation that I love. Um, the storyline was pretty basic. It mm. was just yet yeah, a one-off kind of, you know, they, they could have shoved that in anywhere and it wouldn't have made any difference to the storyline. Um, but I still enjoy it, so it's a half chicken, you know. Like okay. it's, it wasn't would never. I certainly wouldn't put it up there as a any kind of like special episode. Mm. But I, I love I love this series. I do love this series. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I last thing I'm gonna talk about is Modok. Um, this uh, again, like I think oh, I can't remember exactly, but I think when we went past like episode six or five, like Modok has continuously gotten better and like i'm enjoying it i'm laughing i'm finding the jokes funny i'm liking the characters 
Uh, this is another good episode. I'll give this a solid three piece. Um, if it continues, like, I don't know how many episodes are in the season, uh, but if it continues like that, like, the overall rating of the show will probably be sat at a three piece. Because initially I was like, yeah, this show's all right, but quarter chicken, half chicken at best. But now I'm actually really enjoying it and, like, I'm looking forward to where they take the story. Like, I'm investing in the characters. Um, and yeah, I, like, you know, I wouldn't mind getting a season two at the end of it. So, definitely a free, a free piece on this latest episode. Uh, did anyone else get a chance to watch it? I enjoyed this episode. Um, like you, the last few episodes have been, have been entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this episode, I give it a three piece as well. Um, I like the fact that, Mode Modoc's um past self is a bit like a like an annoying bug, as in he's always there now. Yeah, um, he's always just getting in the way. Yeah, I like the fact that he still eggs on Modoc to do better because the life that Modoc has now wasn't what he originally had vision envisioned for him. Um, it was also nice that they did they sort of did like a like a their own multiverse um in where they go through different timelines and it was, it was so funny seeing the, the many ways Bedok dies for example mm. even going even saying at one point that wow I've got did it by by Hawkeye <laughs> I feel like it was like a personal selective to get done it that's <laughs> had no superpowers I, I love Hawkeye um, yeah so um yeah very very good episode and looks like there's going to be a part two to this one mm. um. Just because of how they left it off, so um, it should, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode, and yeah, so it's three piece for me. Mm. No, dope. Stevie, did you get a chance to watch this? No, no, no. I've I've not got back on this since episode two, so I think I need to sort of like the, the episodes are quite long though, aren't they? Um, like, yeah, I feel like almost twenty five. They almost an hour. Or? No, they're like twenty five minutes. No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like oh, maybe they are. Okay, well, I just I think I just need to get back on it. I've been watching so many fucking other things, mm. and mm. so but yeah, I've just got to be a little bit more committed and just get back on this. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, mine, mine. What have you been up to? Oh, so I've been um, watching some anime, some more anime. So Battle of Five Seconds After Meeting. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Can I just stop you? Just stop you, yeah. Yeah. I know you've got this at the end, yeah. Hmm. Oh, what was I chatting to you? Oh, was it last week's game? I can't remember who I was chatting to. Oh, sorry, I, I, I'm getting you confused with someone else. I thought your <laughs> game I thought your game ended with a field goal. Oh, no, it didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I wanted to hear about that. that okay, that was something else. Sorry. My bad, but let's yeah. talk about your game first. Since I kind All of right, cool. I'll talk about my game. Yeah. So, I played against the Oxford Saints. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually PDM's uh, team yeah, uh, that he's coaching. Yeah, is he and, the last um, team coordinator there? Yeah, he's going out there, and he's also got um his son Don Dominic playing. Yeah, Dom's a big boy now. He's grown up, man. Yeah, I remember when he... than me, he's looking kind of kind of big. It's good. Man. Yeah, it's man. Good. I remember when he used to come so, down with his his dad to uh, coach Kingston. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it turns out that I was actually lined up against him. Um, he was playing tight end. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so I managed to like line up against him and stuff like that. Um, I did talk to him a couple of times about holding me and whatnot, and getting the ref to see. That he was holding me a little bit, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, during one of the plays, right? One of the running backs, uh, we had like so many people around, um, the running backs. I said the running back was just, um, running and just no matter how many people were around, it looked like the offense were pushing him forward mm. and were making forward progress, right? So I decided to jump on top of everything, just let everyone come crashing down. <laughs> you jumped the pile, 
I jumped the pile, bro. I was literally on top of the pile. And everyone came crashing down. And then uh, one of the um, players turns around to me and goes, um, what the fuck do you think you're playing at, you fucking fatty? And I was like, huh? Huh? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Listen, I walked away from that. I was like, I didn't even know how to react to that because the last time I got called a fanny was probably the six. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so hearing it again, I was, was, was it like was it like, a, was it like a grown man as well? Or was it like a? It was a grown. It was a grown man with like a north with a proper northern accent. <laughs> You're like, fucking funny. Oh man, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game was pretty mild, uh, to be fair. Um, but the time was what? Um, towards the end of the second half, we mm. were twenty three points up. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, a game got called off um, at the end because we had two half an hour stoppages because of lightning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that really put a, a spanner in the works mm. because I think this would have been one of the few games where our offense would have been. I, I, I think our offense have comfortably scored fifty points. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Um, okay. But it's, it's fine though. I, I mean, I have no idea if we run away with the win because we're already winning and whatnot. Mm. I have no idea how it works or anything like that. Um, but yeah, the game pretty much stopped. Um, I think third quarter, beginning of the third quarter. Yeah. So yeah, only time will tell if we if if you know if we've won it or not. But overall, still a good game. It's great meeting up with him and everything, catching up um, with a little bit of time that we had uh, talking together. Um, so yeah, bring bring on the next game. Okay, cool. No, yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah. How was uh, your game? Nah, did, you, did you play did you have a game this weekend? Uh yeah, against Warriors. Um we got absolutely battered 49 0. Um uh, I, I I I Michael said that. <laughs> I do you know what, yeah, the the annoying thing is like I I didn't mm. I, I came back from the wedding night, so I hardly got any games. I literally yeah. didn't get no game to other the special teams. But like our defense balled like I know the score line's forty nine nil yeah, but our defense actually balled out in it. Our defense played really well. Um we we as an offense just kept on putting them in bad positions and like oh. it, it it was just it just it was just dumb little mistakes in it. It's like you know like when you when you are when you've coached football in it, you can see things from a coach's perspective, you can also see things from a, from a player's perspective. Yeah. Like there's nothing more than the coach. Like obviously, one the Warriors are a sick team, and they're the best team in the country. Innit? So yeah. you got you've got to pretty much play a perfect game anyway, innit? Like mm-hmm. your coach's play calling's got to be on point anyway. And for the most part, he called plays that could have worked in it. But like guys that who are normally like money on offense share. When I tell you like, I I would normally like you know bet a hundred pounds that they will make the catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're thrown to them. And like when the lights come on, yeah, they haven't made money in it, and it's been kind of jarring. Um, yeah. so we as an offense just need to sort out and get better in it because, like I said, there's you know your coaches can only do so much in it. When the lights come on, when the when the ball is kicked, yeah, you've got to make that catch, you've got to run that right route, you've got yeah. that guy, yeah. you've got to do your job in it. So it was a little bit frustrating just knowing how good the guys can be. And seeing mm-hmm. like how much effort they put in on a Sunday, like I see some of these dudes make some amazing, like, and I'm not saying like oh they make some amazing catches on air. I'm saying like some make like good catches that we're going up against our defense in it, and mm-hmm. our defense for the most part like have played really well. So if you can do it against your defense in training, who are the same defense as going up against these good teams yet and doing well, yeah. you should be able to do it on a normal. And like yeah. 
It's just mad. Like sometimes guys are just getting wide open and the ball's just hitting in the hands and they're dropping it. I'm just like, that's a catch that again, like I can see you doing it with your eyes closed. So, um, yeah, hopefully we've got them again in, in a week or two's time. Hopefully, you know, if we can get the ball moving on offense, like, don't get twisted. I'm not going to say that right now we're going to beat the Warriors, isn't it? Yeah. They're like mm-hmm. the best team in the country, isn't it? Um, but I would like to keep the score line, like, Maybe down to 25, maybe make it like 25, 10, you know, maybe get a couple of score points on the board ourselves, like, you know, because this time we've got them at home in it, so they're probably going to have everyone, and also as well, this was their first game in like two years, like, they, they, their last couple of games have been abandoned and postponed and stuff like that, so, you know, they've kind of knocked off some of their rust in it, so they're going to be thinking, all right, that's the rust done, now to play, now to play better, so they're going to yeah. be coming out to look play really good, so... We just need to get to a point that we we can get we can beat them in it, cause mm. you know, cause forty nine million. That's even with a running clock, bro. Like that's that's bad. Oh, that's that is bad. Do you know what I mean? So geez. hopefully in um in two weeks time we can be better, cause we we've, yeah. we've got the we like in bits share. Like that's this is another thing. Obviously football's not playing in bits in it, but in bits share. We were doing well, like we were actually moving. Like I, I, I'm never gonna lie. At one point, I was surprised. I was like, "Raw, like we're moving the ball against the Warriors." Like, you know, like the last time I played against Warriors, and we actually had a chance. Yeah, it was probably when I was like, back at Olympians, yeah, and when a lot of guys at Olympians hadn't left, and we were like, we were still like one of the top teams in the country. Like we were top three, top four, like, and we were challenging. Like you know, we gave them a good game. So what we were doing, I was like, "Raw, like we're doing all right." And then we went from we went from we're doing all right to uh oh, uh oh, uh, uh, but that's sports, man. You, this is a sport I love doing, and I I I wouldn't want to be doing anything else, even if it is getting bad. But it was fun. But yes, Martin, tell me about some of these animes you're currently watching. Yeah, so battle in five seconds after meeting. So this one I mentioned um, a while ago, mm-hmm. and as they suggest, literally main character is mine his own business um he's in he's really into video games um also super smart at school but he finds school very very boring um he's able to solve like you know math equations like no one's business or whatnot yeah. and then just goes about his game in life um so one day he leaves the house going towards school and everything like that all of a sudden this man is opposite him and there's a countdown um that the boy sees right and all of a sudden, like, he has to start fighting this guy. So what he does is that um, it ends up. It turns out that obviously he's been put into a game, um, where, which happens in real life. So he doesn't know how to play this game just yet. He's figuring things out. So he manages to defeat the guy in the sickest way, right? And without even like punching him or anything like that, right? Um, and then it moves on to um, a female character who he then who he meets later on. It turns out that it's actually a game just for the sake of it being a game. People get special abilities, um, and also are so are able to fight utilizing those special abilities if they want to. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very interesting one. So uh, I'm going to continue watching this. Nice. Um, <clears throat> also seen uh, Sukibichi Moonlight Fantasy. So this one, I believe, is. Um, Oh, I want to say it's one. I, I don't want to get confused with uh, this one, another anime. Um, ah, so Sukimichi Moonlight Fantasy is an isekai. So this boy yeah. has been. Um, I think I mentioned this last time as well. So he's been transported to um, 
a fantasy world, right? Yeah. It turns out that during this, you, you learn about this very, very early on in the first episode anyway, so it's not much of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets transported to this magical world where he learns from uh, like a god or something like that, that actually his parents are from the same world. Mm. Um, I, sorry, mine. I need to pause, yeah? Yeah, sure. Give me, give me two minutes. Whew. All right, we're back. Sorry, I had to quick on pause and say bye to my family members that were here. Gather to come and say hello. All right, mine. Back to anime. All right, so um, because here we've uh, battled in five seconds after meeting. So um, the characters develop these abilities that they themselves don't know, <clears throat> you know, how to activate. They still have to figure it out as they go along. Even the creators of the tournament um, or fight don't themselves know how these abilities can be manifested. Again, they don't know what abilities can come out. Someone could have some like time-breaking powers, for example, that they don't know. Someone could be super strong that they wouldn't know. So everything is just completely random. Um, so what's yeah, his, I mean, what's his ability? What's his ability? Was that spoilers? Is that too much spoilers? Oh, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I think I should watch it and, and figure it out. Um, it's all part of the fun as well, so um, okay. I definitely think you should uh, watch it and figure it out. But I can say that there is a character who's able to instinctually um, use her abilities. She herself doesn't know that she's using them. and <laughs> Her ability manifests because there's also, she's fighting against the pervert. And so, you know, instinctually she just starts kicking the crap out of the guy. And that's her powers... Um, become awakened so um yeah it's 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 a very good um anime so far from what i've seen mm-hmm. um yeah so it's definitely one to watch um next is uh Tsukubishi, uh moonlit fantasy so with that one it's about um oh like i said it's, it's about a boy who gets transported to um um to an isekai fantasy world um where he's super strong um in terms of you know magic and things like that, um, he ends up fighting a dragon very early on. Um, that ends up making a contract with a dragon for the dragon to become his servants. Um, later down the line, he meets uh, a, a masochist. And <laughs> it's funny because um, during during your our little pause, I was talking with Stevie about what a masochist is or what a sadist is, and what a, uh, is a sadomasochist is. Yeah. So. Yeah, this character is definitely a masochist, as in she likes, she, uh, what's what's the phrase? She gave sensual gratification. Yeah, that doesn't mean she likes to get whipped and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, she wants wants to get, like, feel pain. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's a huge magical spider, right? Like demon spider or something like that. And every time Sukumichi blasts, like, one one of her, um, legs off and stuff like that that she feels pleasure from that and, and yeah. she instantly <laughs> regrow her leg for example and then she gets sliced in half she instantly regenerates and stuff like that but she enjoys everything because she can't die basically or oh, i think it takes a lot for her to die mm. um so sikimichi ends up defeating defeated her he becomes unconscious and whilst he's unconscious <laughs> she uh the the dragon who is his servant ends up convincing the spider to become his servant right so without even his you know his uh um consent she ends up becoming his servant and um like she's she's intense at times right but but 
she what she does is that once she does something good, she wants to also be in front of a bit of pain so that she can be uh you know, like I said, receive uh sexual gratification for uh, for her good work. So mm. it's all it's all super funny. Even the dragon as well um peeks into his mind as she sees what Japan is like, so she's very interested in that. So it's a it's a good series, it's a funny series as well. It's one that doesn't take itself way too seriously. Um but it's it's, it's a good one. I, I highly recommend that one as well. Um moving on. Shaman King episode 17 um, was another good one. So this one is where off the top of my head... Ah, so this is where we meet the X-Laws. Um, <clears throat> in the original anime series, we know that Lysander ends up joining the, the X-Laws. Yeah. So this is the first time we've seen it and everything like that. So um, um, yeah, it was, it was a good one. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that this anime is... is the remake is definitely better than the than the 2001 version. Swear down. Um, I th- I think it is. Everything happened. Everything so everything that happens is very very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, only changes are art are, are, are artistically. So maybe so maybe it's a sort of sky being purple, for example, in the 2001 one. Well, 2001 version, it's blue. Um, the world is a lot more densely populated, so with the drawings and everything, they'll have more things in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's sharper, crisper. Um, I'd, I didn't see the original one with the with, um, original Japanese voice actors, so I, I can't make a reference there. Yeah, but even the the action scenes, um, they're drawn really, really well. So, um, and it's coming. It's come to Netflix soon. In fact, speaking of Shaman King, now that on that, um, I'll dive into a bit of the news because it does contain some stuff for Shaman King. Mm. So, um, due to the Olympics and Paralympics, Shaman King episode eighteen and nineteen will be delayed by two weeks. Okay. So, um, eighteen uh, episode eighteen's new release will be um, August twelfth, mm. and episode nineteen's release will be August nineteenth. Um, <clears throat> And also, the show will be coming to Netflix um, on August 9th, and there'll be a total of 52 episodes. So, um, yeah, no, no, it looks like we'll have to wait long at all. So, in two weeks' time, we'll be able to watch uh, Shaman King. Nice, yeah. Um, I've been waiting for it to come out on Netflix. I can just kind of just binge it. Yeah, yeah. And you too, Stevie. I mean, I know you're currently watching... uh, uh, Is it Gundam? Is is it the Gundam movie on Netflix that you're watching? Spoilers! Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I just, <clears throat> it's, it's a movie. There's a fucking loads of movies on Netflix, which is mm. the Mobile Suit Gundam one. So mm. I've kind of like, I started on the first one, and I'm, I'm working my way. I'm which, probably going to work. Which one? Did you, which one? Did, which movie did you watch? It is the very first one. So it's a 1981 Mobile Suit Gundam one. Okay, and it kind of basically introduces the the world that you know it's all set in what well, they didn't you know the way that uh, the, the 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 earth has kind of advanced and and there's different oh. factions and um and yeah it's and how the the mobile suit um gundam is is created and, and so on so okay i'm yeah. gonna check these out myself because like i said I, the other day i watched um mobile suit gundam halfway the new one that just recently dropped on netflix Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I might have to go back and watch. Like I said, I've, they, I've not watched some of the older series stuff. So they, they, so um, I mean, uh, I was going to talk about this in a bit, but um, yeah, the the um, they've got very particular kind of um, 
sounding sound effects um, in the first one. And uh, like when they're kind of like firing guns at each other, it sounds proper kind of like 80s sound effects. Mm. Um, but if you, you know, in, a, in Japan, they've got these fuck off huge real life size Gundam suits, yeah. um, statues. So they've got they got one uh, uh like a, a Gundam suit um factory which um has got like a, a massive kind of like frame behind it and it, it it goes through like a whole process it kind of like moves its legs up and down arms up and down and um there's fucking voiceovers and everything like that um and it's got all the sound effects from this first movie mm. of like when there's kind of like guns being shot and um so it's proper like i can just imagine this you know this this must have been a massive movie for it to have had for tokyo to have built a bloody statue of it that's like moving and everything um because and again they've got like a unicorn gundam suit um in tokyo as well Mm -hmm. which doesn't move as much but it's got moving parts to it um and it's yeah it's crazy this is what i love about um looking back at these i didn't know what the big deal was i've never really been into it but the fact that they someone has built a mass like a massive gundam like um statue or two statues so far is crazy absolutely amazing so i've got to see what what's built that what why have we got you know what's what's the big deal Mm. um and there are a lot of movies i'm currently looking uh, there's one, two, three, um, and then they've got four. They got so they've got three official movies. Then they've got like a a separate movie, Charles Counterattack. They've got a series, Mobile Gundam Suit Unicorn. They've got another one called Mobile Suit Hathaway. They've got another that's, one, that's the one, Iron Blood Orphans. Yeah, Hathaway was the one I talked about last week, and Blood Blood. Iron Blood Authors was what actually got me into Mobile Suit Gundam. Mm. So I'd actually, mm. like, you know, being into anime, everyone knows what Gundam wing, but I'd never actually watched exactly. any of them until recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, you've got to watch the first one, man. It's like, I mean, it is proper. It makes you... It, remember, like, us doing some of the reviews of um, uh, some of the old... Uh, um, Spirit of Waste. Uh, Studio, yeah, yeah, Studio, Studio Ghibli. Ghibli shit. Yeah. Um, it looks that in that same style, quite like a slightly thicker pen drawings, but like gorgeous, gorgeous animations. And mm. yeah, it's actually really well, well written. And the, the, the voiceovers are good. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I'm so far enjoying it and getting really sucked in. Nice. Nice. Um, I've also been watching Dungeon Black Company. Uh, that's the one that I was telling you guys about where you have this guy who became super rich and he's super lazy as well. And then he's transported to um, an Isakai world. So again, it's got magic in it, monsters, etc., etc. And he works for a mining company there, but as the lowest of the low. So right now he's started to work his way up the ranks. Um, so yeah, it was um, super funny one. Um, and yeah, again, it's, it's one that, you know, if, if you want to, you know, sit back and just watch your anime to laugh at, that's the one that's there. Um, I don't think it's current, I don't think it's currently showing on Crunchyroll Foundation. Um, but I could def- definitely double check that and get back to you guys later about that. And lastly, I forgot about this actually. I went go-karting on, uh, Saturday. Jeez. Um, 
And yeah, there was one. There was one in London. Um, oh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it was near um, East Acton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So first round, we had two fifteen-minute races. So the first one, I got the fastest time out by uh, group. Jeez. Uh, the second time round, I came second fastest. Uh, I improved my time, but my uh my ex-colleague was there really good friend of mine he actually improved his time by a lot so uh, i think the fastest time there was um sub 27 seconds oh, i hit by at um 27.961 first time round, and then 27.906 second time round. Mm. so uh, yeah i need to improve on that but i don't drive or go 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 quite a lot so mm. It's all right. It's <laughs> um, yeah, so much fun, isn't it? It, it? it is. It is. Oh, I absolutely love it. I wish we could. I wish I could. You know, we do. We do a Blazeros uh, go kart. Yeah, event. Nah. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I tell you what, I am not a particularly competitive guy. You know, mm. like when it comes mm. to people kind of wanting to be the alpha male and all that shit. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't have time for that. But <laughs> get me. Get me behind a wheel, especially <laughs> go kart, and I cannot have anybody in front of me. Mm, I just yeah. I have to get past everyone, um, and it is so much fun. It it mm. totally brings out my my competitive side. Oh, definitely same here, same here. Because last time I was number one um, in both races on my group, but this time around I lost the second race. Uh, nah, but yeah, nice, yeah, it's nice, all good nice, for us. Nice, nice, we definitely managed nice to get that organized yeah. for September. Yeah, I mean, like I say, East Acton is a good one. Um, but I think the others, the others also deliver places. I've noticed an outdoor one in Lakeside. The one I went to was an indoor one, and the cars were electric, but still very fast. Yeah, I'd say about hundred cc. Okay. Um, so and it's got it's got levels as well. So you actually go up ramps, you go down ramps. Uh, it's got yeah, turns there, so you know it's a bit it's a bit technical. Um, but yeah, there's, there's outdoor ones at Lakeside and, and I'm sure a few other places around. So yeah, we should definitely, uh, org- organize that together. And yeah, guys, listen to us. We'll let you know who the winner is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that, 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 um, that's, that brings me to the end of my, uh, my week really. All right. Cool. Steve, what else have you been up to? Uh, so I have, I saw, yeah, I saw the Bad Batch episode. We talked about that. Um, I finished off Heaven's Official Blessing. Um, I think one. Yeah, I might have talked about that last couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I think I watched about half of it and watched mm-hmm. the rest of it, and it, it was it, it really, in a nutshell, this was like Final Fantasy, like uh, what do you call them? You know, like um, cutscenes. Yeah. This, it, they they had a big plot and they did, you know, like they they went into it, but. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and it did get more in, you know, like interesting, but the fight scenes were awesome. They were so over the top, fucking fast as well. And you know, like you really got a feel for how powerful each of the sort of like the baddies were. At one point, they're like fighting these dragons, and they killed one. You're like, hey, they killed a dragon. Like, and then two others appeared and just fucked everyone up. And I was like, damn. And they, uh, they, they, there were some good good moments of sort of like um you know like i've now gonna i've now been fucked up now i'm gonna suddenly go mental and fuck them up and mm. yeah it's good it's good um but definitely belonged in the computer game 
<laughs> um, I talked about two ops to handle. Um, uh, yeah, I watched um, with my wife and daughter. We watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and fucking hell, that is a good movie. Wow. Yeah. Definitely. If uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, watch it. So, um, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio acts his ass off in it and it's just it's funny it's it's horrific it's mm. cringy it's like violent and aggressive and it's it's everything in a movie it's so good it really is favorite scene from that was definitely when he got super like coked up um special ludes that he yeah. t- they take one and then it doesn't work and then they take another couple and then they, it takes like 90 minutes to kick in <laughs> mm. and after that suddenly they're just completely screwed yeah but it was a scene where he thought he was perfectly fine driving home in his car because yes i made it safe and everything like that right <laughs> And then you actually see like in real life what happened to his car and his car was totally wrecked. That's what he said. And he's talking about it's a miracle that like he he like nobody died, let alone him. Like, you know, it's mm. uh yeah, it's that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that is an absolutely amazing movie. Um and it kinda like it's a brilliant kind of vision of what Wall Street was like and how unregulated people will fucking just screw other mm. people over like mm. but yeah so I saw that um uh we talked about mobile suit gundam um i've been watching the shitload of tokyo olympics have you nice. guys seen any of this do you know what i watched a skateboarder this morning did um, you what because- do you think i was just like mate at 13 i was picking my nose still when shit like that <laughs> like these girls are freaking winning olympic gold medals like like i honestly at 13 years old i don't know like i was barely playing football barely doing sports like i wasn't doing anything to a high level um i don't think i'd ever like let like i'm pretty sure yes they might have some of their family with them but for the most part like they're by themselves because especially with covid like to mm. be in these kind of conditions and like like the Two of the girls are thirteen, and the other one was like sixteen. Yeah, and, and I think I think it's um, ridiculous, isn't it? The Brazilian girl, I think, if she wins the like outdoor skating park, wherever it is, she could become the the youngest ever to win um, a gold medal. Like that's wow. crazy. It is. It is absolutely Amazing. crazy. But yes, yeah, so I, I, I watched that, and I watched a little bit of the badminton. That's it. I went, went. Oh, actually, no, Stevie. I watched the triathlon as well. That triathlon was wild. That was Fuck, wild. I watched all of it, man. He, I, I he fucked up, almost man. Two hours. The Andy, and I just the Andy Yee guy fucked up, man. Did he? Do you think he fucked up? Yeah. I, think he, I just don't think he. When you look at the difference between his build and the 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 other guy, who's the Norwegian guy who actually yeah, got the, 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 yeah, the, he looked like yeah. he was a vet. But the, the, okay, the no, no, guy... no. But do do you not like? Wait, uh, there was a, like um at the beginning of the running, right? Mm. And Andy Yi was like in just the lead, flying, and he yeah. looked cut, so comfortable, and he was just like, this is so easy, and I'm loving it, yeah. Mm. And then the the Norwegian guy stuck with him and looked like he was in pain the whole way like he's got this massive body <laughs> yeah. huge legs he looked like he was lumbering behind him yeah 
And then, and then all of a sudden, he just took off. He's 1,500 meters, yeah. and he fucking took off. Big and I was like, this is the difference. Andy is so slim built, he didn't have anything in, you know, in, in the tank left. He was just, he was cruising in, like, seventh gear or whatever, you know. Like, if he could have just gone down a gear and, like, really, like, hammered it, if he had bigger legs, maybe, he mm. could have dug in and just... Chewed in, chewed into that last 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 fifteen hundred meters. But, but how old is he? See, he, he looked didn't have... he looked really young though as well. He's so... like twenty one, isn't he? He's like he's fucking young. He's like so he's got he has got a massive career ahead of him. Yeah, um, he is because and um, because you could see that. What, what was the who's the um, the, the the brothers? Um, oh, you know the 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 famous brothers who did this who won like gold and silver. Uh, I don't remember because um, I, I like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't normally watch triathlon and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, the the Brownlee brothers. So, um, mm. the Brownlee brothers are a are two uh, are guys from up north somewhere, um, who basically mastered the triathlon. And in uh, last year, I think no, not the last year. In, in 2016, mm. they basically got like gold and silver. Yeah in the triathlon and it was like a it was pretty amazing like england got gold and silver and yeah. the fucking brothers and the the older brother didn't even qualify and um the younger brother managed to qualify and he got like he was in fourth for most of that race mm. in the running bit and he just didn't have it in the tank anymore and you could see like he's just a bit too old now yeah um yeah, so uh, no. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I was mad about that. And the and uh, I forgot his name. Andrew Yee, yeah, whatever, is that like Lee. um in the swimming and the um cycling? Like he was behind. He was like twenty seconds yeah. behind. But they they just kept on saying like ah, him being twenty seconds behind is nothing. Like he'll make up for it in in the in the running. So mm. clearly he needs to work on like the swimming and cycling part of things. Yeah. Oh, but did you see? Oh, the- he's he's. Alex Yee. He's Alex Yee and he's 23 years old. Alex Yee. Did you see that yeah. they fucked up at the beginning? I know. They was... were almost like diving into the propellers of a fucking, like, um... Speedboat. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were going to get... Someone was going to die. <laughs> that is... Yeah, that is... The, the speedboat started reversing across the race. Like, I was like, what the hell? And I, oh, like, my God. Are you just watching it? No, I'm not, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll be hearing it. I can imagine it. Yeah, so basically like... there was a boat like parked in the middle of the starting line. So half the swimmers could dive in. The other half kind of didn't. But as mm. as um the others started to dive in, he started to try to reverse out in time, but he didn't make it. It was very mm. crazy. And then they had to restart the race. So I'm wondering maybe like, was Alex G a part of that group that died in and swam for like maybe like 100 meters before they got told to stop? Like did mm. that, that fatigue of you know, jumping in already starting. Oh, and they, yeah, yeah, I felt sorry for them because they totally went hell for them. Yeah, they went gung-ho and then had to start again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Did you see the... I'll probably um, watch some more of the Olympics. Say what? I'll probably try it. Like, obviously, now that I'm off on holiday, I might try and watch a couple more events because, like, I I was just happy to be downstairs. I was like, let me just stick on the TV. Um, I, I, I rarely ever sit in my living room. And I was just like, what can I watch? I was like, oh, here at the Olympics, so let me stay that on. Did, so did you see the end? Um, the guy who won it, um, what was his name? Blumfeld? No. I think. I, um, I Christian Blumfeld. 
at the end, he crossed the finish line, collapsed, and started vomiting. He had pushed himself that much. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see him vomiting, but I saw like he wrapped oh, the finger fuck. around him. He was, he fucking vomited, and then they stuck him in a chair, and you could see like at one point he was like, like back on the floor again, retching and everything. And I was oh, like, nah, shit, I must, I must have missed that. Yeah, that guy pushed it seriously, pushed himself to get gold. Yeah. All right. I've, I've 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 just seen I've just seen the men's trough the triathlon and yeah that's ridiculous. Yeah, mm. that's I've that's absolutely ridiculous. Exactly. There's been there's been some like poor organized. Do you know what surprised me? Yeah, like Japan is like the shit in it. So for them to be like struggling with COVID and like some of the organization things that have gone kind of wrong, it's been a bit weird because like I just thought like. Japan would have COVID on lock. Like I thought, everything would be so organized and like they ju- did at first, you know. Huh? They did at first. There were one of the few countries who have gotten people back to work, but then there was a second spike, and then mm. everything just sort of spiraled out of control again. Um. So yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. actually, um, speak speaking speak of the Olympics, um, did anyone? I mean, I was able to see um the opening ceremony, but no, I'm going to read that list it. of songs that came out. Um, yeah, you'd be amazed at the song. It had like Final so, Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, Sonic. Yep. I so, haven't had a Dragon chance to watch it yet. Go on. Yeah, so Dragon Quest, uh, Roto's theme, Final Fantasy Victory Fanfare, Tales of Series Software's theme, The Shepherd, Monster Hunter Series Proof of the Hero, nice. Kingdom Hearts Olympus Coliseum, Proto Trigger Frog's theme, Ace Combat First Flight, Tales of Series, Royal Capital, Majestic Grandeur, mm. Monster Hunter, Wind of Departure, Chrono Trigger, Robo's Theme, Sonic the Hedgehog, Starlight Zone, Pro Evolution Soccer, E-Football Walk-On Theme, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, Main Theme, Fantasy Star Universe, Guardians, Kingdom Hearts, Heroes Fanfare, Gradius, um, Act 1-1, Near Song of the Ancients, Saga Series, The Minstrel's Refrain, Saga Series, Bentley 2016, and Soul Calibur, the brave new stage of history. No, nah, I need so, to watch this open ceremony. I, I like those are bad tunes and from games out there. Bad tunes, Bob. And oh, again, this is why. Again, us being you know anime lovers, you know gamer gamers as mm. well, and seeing all these things, I mean, I thought it was amazing. Um, and also they added a few extra um anime and anime game soundtracks in um in a few sport events. So. You had Slum, Slam Dunk's opening was played in the background at the women's basketball three, um, three by three events. Yeah, you had um, um, Haikyuu, the Haikyuu theme song playing during the uh, volleyball, volleyball as well. That's Jake's. So yeah, um, you also had um, Mexico gymnast, gymnast Alexa Moreno, oh, sorry Moreno, mm. who used the OST from Demon Slayer Mugen Train to perform her floor routine. Oh, wild. Yeah. So it's awesome. Plus, they had a few uh, K pop um, um, hits as well uh, during this. So, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is really good, man. This is, it's a nice appreciation of, uh, of um, I guess, Japanese and I guess on a wider scale, um, Southeast Asian uh, works. So, yeah, I mean, this Olympics, the, the only events I'm looking to watch are, um, are the 100 meter sprints. Um, Field hockey, basketball, um, and maybe one or two, maybe netball as well, maybe one or two other sporting um, sporting events. Um, 
so yeah, maybe I have to drop onto BBC iPlayer and sort of do a recap of, of those uh, events that have already happened. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've got a, I've got a fucking crazy um kind of Easter egg factoid diction mm-hmm. thing that um I saw the other day, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Um, I was watching um the my kids had Akira on. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, I walked mm-hmm. into the lounge and I got completely sucked in because it's such an, a fucking amazing, like, movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm standing there by the door, like, thinking oh, I probably need to get on with X, Y, and Z. Um, but but this is good. This is cool. And they fucking talk about the Tokyo Olympics 2020 in Akira. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they do. And Akira was made in the bloody 80s, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, be- that's, that's better. As T would say, that's, that's better. <laughs> that was... When I was like, what the hell? How they managed to, like, predict that? That was nuts. So, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Mm, Love very that. Wild. Oh man! So yeah, we've kind of caught up to what we've what we've been up to. Um, I've got no bumpers today, no tablet. Um, so just gonna kind of go to the question of the day before we go to the news. Um, so the first one is: Would you could have said a bit dark, but here we go. Uh, would you would would you rather be on the Titanic or the Twin Towers at the point of disposal? <laughs> oh Jesus, man! That is dark. <laughs> He's going to be brave to answer this first. So, um, this I put up this one because um, it was a question I was asked on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know, let me let me throw it in here and see what happens because you know some of us have no filter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just want to get what you guys thought. So, listen, uh, I'm black no, here. Yeah. I'm gonna go first. I'm black here. Yeah. If I was on the Titanic, wouldn't I have like been like a slave or like you know been in some like horrible conditions anyway? <laughs> Fuck that, man! <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I, I will be on the twin because even, even because let me put this way again. I'm black. I'm not getting on no lifeboat. Like it's women and children, everybody else, and then the cats, the dogs. Then there's the 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 instruments. Then it's the niggas. Like I ain't getting on no lifeboat. So there's no chance in hell I'm surviving that anyway. Um, I'm yeah. I'm gonna. I might as well die in the twin tower at least for the most part. I've had a semi-decent life as long as I ain't been shot by the police or, you know, my mama want no crap baby or, do you know what I mean? At least I'd had some sense of a normal life and then just die in the Twin Towers and that's, that's my choice. I'm going to take the Twin Because you never know, I might have been lucky I could have been on the ground floor. I might have been able to get out, but, you know, who knows? Yep. But yeah, that's my answer. Yep. Could have been lucky, couldn't you? Yeah, I've got, chan- got more chance of surviving the Twin Towers even if it's very slim, then I would be in a black guy in 19, I don't know, 60, whatever, when the Titanic happened. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go Twin Towers. See, I think I would have gone for the Titanic, actually. Yeah, because you wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should we just leave it at that? <laughs> no, so... so like um one of the main problems with um all the deaths that happened on the titanic was that actually the majority of the people who were who who were you know like freezing to death could have been re- revived if they'd known you know if 
if we'd use modern day techniques. Mm. So, um, and, um, you know, fucking decadent um, thing, you know, I'd, I'd much prefer to be on the Titanic, like having, you know, having a good time rather than being the Twin Towers, like, you know, mm. <laughs> or boring Twin Towers. But, but also, I mean, <clears throat> you know, that, that scene where like fucking Jack slips off and, and, you know, he's hanging on and freezing and then he slips mm. off. And you're just like, what the fuck? Why didn't you just both hang on to the edge of yeah. that? You know, like, they could have both survived. So many more people could have survived that, I reckon. You know, and I, mm. if, if people just thought a little bit more, I reckon they could have, uh, yeah. they'd have been all right. Yeah, a couple of people just weren't like, you know, didn't want to escape on a lifeboat. Some people just wrecked the lifeboats. It's just mad. It was mad. Man. With me, I think I would go Twin Towers. I, I don't even I think. I know I'll go to Twin Towers because, again, I, I would have been part of the crew that was, you know, serving, serving people and whatnot. Um, I know for a fact that I would I would have expected to go down with the ship mm. <laughs> rather than uh, rather than get a lifeboat. So. A million percent, I watch while I'll be in, uh, in Twin Towers. And I think it's also because, um, so is what Nana said. I can't see myself being on the top floor. Like, it's a, it's in the top floor that I usually for, like, executives and things like that. Um, I, I would see myself somewhere, what, maybe mid level or bottom floor ish somewhere. So, um, I guess also, um, apart from me being, you know, a relatively low place. Maybe I could have gone out for lunch. Um, speaker of which, I did have... My mum has a friend who works at Twin Towers um, during 9-11, but on that day, she decided to go out for lunch rather than have lunch Ooh. at her desk. Damn. And because of that, she actually survived um, the attack. So... It's mental. Maybe if I'm that lucky, <laughs> it's will me at my desk. I'll just say, oh yeah, let's go for lunch somewhere. And then... You know, it's, again, very, very slim chance of happening, but yeah, probably would have survived. Oops, pardon me. Sorry, guys. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going with Twin Towers there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a funny question, but very dark. Um, interesting. All right. So with this next question, you're going to have to do a bit of, um, explanation of what the difference between a weeb and an otaku are. Cause I hear both those words and I'm not. I, I I can't be concrete. I know exactly the definition. So give us some definitions that we can follow and then we'll give you our answers, mine. Okay, right. So the difference between a weeb and an otaku is that when it comes to um, weebs, so weebs are people who pretty much like, um, you know, just... Um, and sorry, actually, yeah. So let me start. Let's start with otaku. So otaku's are people who generally like, um, or appreciate Japanese culture. So you know, in terms of it being um, anime, manga, um, dress up as 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 favorite characters, whether it's in gaming, music, whatever else, um, and just appreciate it more. So a bit like you know, when people cosplay things of that, um, it's well, that's more of the appreciated aspect of it, and that's what an otaku is. Whereas if you're a weeb, you're more someone who not only enjoys that part of the culture, but actually wants to be part of the Japanese culture, if that makes sense. So 
um if it's someone and also it, it's almost like you think you know more than someone who's actually been to japan as well so um <laughs> i don't know imagine if someone from random country thailand for example and i'm not trying to find anyone here but it's just a random example off of my head mm. um we went, went to ghana and said okay um I'll be, I'll be so gone in. I know everything about Ghana. I know more about you on your traditions. I know more about you on your, uh, on your foods, on, on the type of kente cloth you wear, if you wear for certain occasions, blah, blah. I know about your political system, blah, blah. Um, and so I know more than you. That person would be a we rather than them appreciating the culture and, um, Rather than just appreciate the culture for what it is, whatnot, they actually want so badly want to be like that that they sort of internalize it and sort of make themselves gone in for a commas. Yeah, um, hopefully that helps. That helps with the sort of definition between an otaku and a weeb. Yeah, all right. So based off that, I'm more of an otaku. I don't think I'm so like because weaves. I feel like weaves are like just a little bit more diehard and a bit fanatic, wouldn't it? So I think so too. Yeah, so I'm an otaku. Obviously, I I do love Japan. I do see it as like the greatest place to be i do love my anime like but at the same time like again i'm not like crazy (laughs) 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 we've just taken it to a a crazy extent even though like i do like cos like even i don't cosplay often like you know i do like the idea of cosplay i do love the japanese culture like i said i i feel like i i embrace it to a normal level uh stevie which one do you think you are well, Weave is a bit more de- derisive than um, yes than, than Otaku, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, it, you know, I, I'd love to I'd love to go to Japan, oh, me but too. I'm not, you know, not I'm not that obsessed that I wish I was actually Japanese. Mm. But at the same time, I don't know, I don't know how Otaku I am as well. You know, like um, like the the derisive part of Otaku is someone who is obsessed with like computers and aspects of japanese culture to the detriment of their actual social skills mm. you know like where you'd basically just not you'd, you'd completely like go into a bubble if you if you want to kind of like start to turn it into a negative mm. um so but yeah, i'll probably more otaku than than we yeah my yeah, i i'd say i'd say i'm i'm definitely more otaku than we as well um i love i love my, i like I, mean, I like i like japanese games um I like Japanese culture, um, and it just sort of just it's more just you know how they are as people. Mm. Um, you know, for like for example, um, it's just okay. So I have I have a, a Japanese friend through um, through my girlfriend, and the way she reacts to certain things that she watches, like for example, when we watch Power Rangers, right? My reaction is completely different to her reaction, right? So my reaction is, oh my gosh, you see a massive explosion. Mm. <laughs> Hers, hers, she just gets. I, I, I don't know. It's like she sort of like rests her, her, her hand on her over her mouth and whatever. And she's just like just watching it intently and rocking back and forth and things like that. So it's all very, very different. Like um, the other day, no, no, actually, we went to um, uh, to watch um, Mugen Train, mm. for example. Her reaction to it was again completely different from our, from our reaction. Yeah. Um, especially when it came to the death of, of all the characters there. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can see that she became very, I, I want to say that maybe um, typically Japanese in the, in the way she reacted to it, whereas our reaction was completely different. 
So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. Just a different culture, um, of course, different mannerisms from us and everything like that. Um, which I, which I, which I like. It's just, it's just interesting to me in general. Mm. Um, also, I like my anime, manga, um, and so yeah, I'm definitely more of an otaku, but not to the detriment of myself that you know I'm just a complete shutting or whatever. Yeah, um, I actually do other stuff. Like, yeah, thank God I have broken football, for example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank God I also have Azaras because otherwise, who knows? Great. <laughs> mm. Right, yeah. so I'm gonna get through the news, uh, the general news. Um, we didn't get to, to, to it last week because time was just a bit of a constraint. Um, so. Transformers Rise of the Beast set for his reveal Optimus Prize and Bundle uh, Bundle Bumblebee Designs uh, I am excited for this movie I can't wait for it I like even the one on Netflix that we got the trailer for and it teased that we're gonna get the primals in it I am down man um yeah uh, design Deadline reports that Lionsgate have acquired World I Rights to Kevin Smith's Clerks 3 which is currently in pre-production in New Jersey and will begin production next month smith has written a screenplay where a director all major cast members set to reprise their roles jeff anderson as randall brian o'halloran as dante jay muse as jay smith jay muse as jay and smith as silent bob and rosario does as becky in clerk three following a massive heart attack randall enlists fellow clerks dante lsj and silent bob to make a movie immortalizing his life at a convenience store that started it all now i'm not gonna lie I ain't never seen none of the Clerks movies, so I don't particularly care about this whatsoever. Uh, Neither have I. Okay, Stevie? Yeah, I, I have never seen any of the Clerks movies. So none of us have and seen I've looked, Honestly, I've looked uh, looked around to try and sort of like see if I can watch it on any of the platforms. It's not on any of the fucking platforms that I've got. Um, I'd have thought it'd be on like bloody Netflix or something, but mate, you know, it's... It seems to hold a sort of a, like a legendary status. So um, I've got to watch it one day, you know, and yeah. find out like what, why people revere it. I don't know what the Clerks 2 one is, is like. Uh, I know that the clerk, Clerks, the I, original Clerks. Again, if, if it's something that T wants us to review, I might watch Clerks 1 and 2 just to like, you know, be in the mindset to know what I'm getting in for. But man's don't really business about it. So yeah. Uh, according to Hollywood Report, John Wick prequel event series The Continental lands Albert Hughes as lead director, the filmmaker who, with his brother, co-directed movies such as Menace Society and The Book of Eli, Book of Eli was a banging movie, has signed on to direct two episodes of the free installment event series Continental, which is set in a unique hotel for assassins in the Wick movies. was initially envisioned as a spin-off series, but was developed as a free-night event series with movie-length and movie budgets. The installments are, are to run about 90 minutes in length and according to sources have budgets upwards of $20 million. That would be pretty cool. I, I, you know, anything more John Wick, I'm involved. Yep, same here. It'll be nice to actually see what the Continental is all about because that thing is too well connected. Do you know what I mean? Just like with all, with all the rules and stuff like that. I mean, how powerful is the Continental mm-hmm. to say to, to, say to um, Assassin's this is basically sacred ground, hallowed ground, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Any misbehaving will land you in serious trouble. And that's it. And you know what I mean? You have top level assassins who just behave themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Contracts must be done outside it. Um, we also saw what happened in the, was it the first Jobbik movie or sec- second Jobbik movie where um, the rules got broken. So yeah, yeah, I'm up for, I'm up for that 100%. 
Hmm. All right, next story, piece of story. Army of the Dead prequel, Army of Thieves, is coming soon to Netflix. Um, I, you know, Army of the Dead was okay. I didn't absolutely love it. Um, but Army of Thieves, it looks like it's set in the same universe, but before the zombies, and we're getting the same safe cracker trying to rob another um safe. So I, I, I'm intrigued in it. I'm intrigued, so I will be checking this out when it comes out. Um, anyone else interested in seeing this? Uh, Army of the Dead wasn't really... I mean, I most watched most the rest of the Army of the Dead, but it still wasn't really my movie, so... Mm. If you put it on the list, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm not really looking forward to this one. No, that's fair enough. Stevie? Yeah, I enjoyed Army of the Dead. Um, it, you know, it was a long watch, and some of it was a bit like... Uh, cliche, but... At the same time, there was a lot of fun to it. Um, huh. You know, it was slick and there was some, yeah, some of the zombies were, bits were great. Um, I have not heard of this Army of the Thieves, though. It looks mm. like there's a teaser on, on Netflix that came out like 22 hours ago. Yeah. Um, so I need to check this out. Um, again, it looks fairly slick. Who's um, who's actually acting in it? Um Let's have a look. We've got Matthias. I can't pronounce his surname. Natalie Emmanuel. Um, she's been in. What's she been in? Um, I recognise her from something. Uh, she's in, been in loads of like Fast and Furious movies. She's been in Maze Runner. Mm. Um, okay. Um, and who? Who's the guy with the beard? There's a guy with the beard. Guz Khan, occasionally known as Guzzy Bear. He he did um, Man Guzz. Like Mo Bean. He's like a comedian. Oh, Man Like Mo Bean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all right, cool. I know Man Like Mo Bean. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued by this. Mm-hmm. It, it looks it looks pretty slick, but I have to see what the actual like uh, trailer is is like. And yeah, and, but if it's set in the same universe, yeah, bring it on. There's a guy in it who looks suspiciously like a young. Uh, Wolverine, or oh, who's the guy who did um, Wolverine? Um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> there's a there's a guy who looks very much like young young Hugh Jackman in it. Oh, that's very wild. Very wild. Mm, very wild. Uh, and the last little uh, bit of news, or oh, general news anyway. Um, nope. Uh, Jordan Peele's uh, new movie new movie movie uh, he released a little poster for that uh, it's going to be starring Daniel Kaluuya Kiki Palmer and Stephen Young he, he likes working with uh, Daniel Kaluuya isn't it? I wonder if like this is going to be you know one of those movies that has a lot of times with his other movies because obviously there's theories that Gal and um, oh, what was the other one there was Gal and Us that there's rumors that they're like in the same universe. So I wonder now that he's got Daniel Kaluuya, well, not maybe not reprising his role, but being involved in this movie, you know, will kind of continue that semi kind of trend where he might drop a few more Easter eggs to like make it seem like he's, you know, connected to his own universe. Nice. Nice. Mm. All right. Love, love the speculation. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, alright, let's get some comic book news. Um, got quite a lot on the list here from T, thank you very much. Uh, Deadline reports Marvel's found director for MCU Blade movie with Pakistani born indie director Basam Tariq. Uh, I am not familiar with any of his work. 
Um, and I like I haven't I haven't checked in it. Um, but it, I think we, it's cool that you know we get another uh, a diverse hire in the director seat, uh, and I look forward to see what he does with Blade. Um, Kevin Smith reveals what reveals while he was working for Marvel on the now cancelled Howard the Duck show, he was denied permission to use Werewolf by night werewolf by night character as the movie division have plans for him it's speculated that character will debut in the moon knight series bringing werewolves into the mcu so we're gonna have vampires we're gonna have wizards we're gonna have aliens <coughs> and now we're gonna have werewolves so that's i think cool. all of this is because of the they're, they're now opening up the MCU multiverse yeah um uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fist reportedly returning in Hawkeye show, which will be oh, wow. which will tie into Spider-Man No awesome. Way Home more than we expected. Uh, rumors of Charlie Cox appearing in No Way Home as Daredevil continues to grow as the actor cancels an appearance at a convention due to a last-minute filming schedule. Last-minute filming schedule allegedly said to be Spider-Man reshoots. Hmm. Can I can I just say I would love. I would absolutely love it if they could bring Charlie Cox back into. Well, we, we, into the, in, we've been told for a while that he's coming back, but um, it, it's interesting that Donofrio is going to be back as well. Because that would make the, the the Netflix Daredevil like way more canon than. Because I always felt like the the Netflix stuff with Daredevil and um, all the other movies. Mm. I kind of felt like they were like a, an alternative universe that they're not actually part. They weren't actually part of the MCU. See, I thought they were always part of the MCU because of I just I just assumed that because um, the MCU was going to be very very closely knit and everything that that they'd uh, be part of it. But yeah, this this definitely solidifies their um, their, their connections their yeah, yeah. and their kind of like willingness to because you don't I don't know I just I feel like the MCU distance itself from the the series mm. of, that were that were created on Netflix. Yeah. Um, whereas now that they're getting down and dirty with the series, with you know WandaVision and um, the other the other ones, Loki and so on, we they're now I think they're I feel like they're embracing the the, the series that have already happened a bit more now. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm going to just wait and see when, like, it's one of those ones that like, it's been talked about for so long that when it finally does happen, I'm not going to be surprised. So I'm just going to take it my str- in stride. But it would be cool because obviously a lot of people like the Nofrio's performance as Fisk, innit? it? It was awesome. It really was. And awesome. him, him and Hawkeye would be interesting as well. Like, Hawkeye's gearing up to have, like, a lot of, like, villains in a sense. Yeah, but I think with Hawkeye, like, Hawkeye is a character just like Black Widow doesn't really interest me. Um, I mm. think it's just because of the fact that they just don't have any powers. So it's hard for them to fit into, well, from, in my mind anyway, it's hard to for one of superheroes. No, yeah, well, I, I, I like Hawkeye character. I'm, I'm, I, I quite enjoy him as a character. Um, he's definitely more human. He's definitely the most human out of all of them, I guess. Well, mm. I guess in besides, besides um, um, uh, Bruce Banner for me. Mm. Um, yeah, he appears, he appears the most human. You know, he has his family and stuff like that. He has also his real life connections to uh, to to Natasha Romanoff. So yeah, yeah, 
exactly more relatable in that sense. Mm. I think this next piece of news, I think we've talked about it already, but Amelia Clark has joined the cast of Secret Evasion. Um, yeah, yeah. Last week, Deadpool and Korg reacted to the Free Guy trailer, which I thought was really cool. Uh, this is like, yeah. it felt like the very first like Disney Fox collab, and the first time you've got Deadpool interacting with like Disney characters, um, and the fact that like obviously yes he was swearing but it was beat, but it's showing that they're willing to you know use Deadpool, um, and it was fun. It was funny, and obviously Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi is in this movie as well. So yeah, it, mm. it, it, it was it was cool to see. What did you guys think of the the Deadpool and Cole reacting to the guy to the three guys trailer? I thought it was all right. I haven't got much to say about it. Um, but um, to sort of expand your question, I, I have been reading the Deadpool manga. Mm-hmm. Um, and makes reference, you know, there's Loki, Loki's in it as well. So it makes references to, um, you know, Loki, Spider-Man, um, and a few other characters. Um, also, it's, it's in Japan, but they're doing a lot of sort of crossover things with Shonen and whatnot. So I'm interested to see if it's going to be a canon one as well and I don't know maybe we might see more um, canon stuff uh, that you know incorporate both Shonen and Marvel um, <coughs> yeah. so there's Deadpool and Disney so yeah I haven't got much to say about Deadpool and Korg in general but I thought I'd just you know highlight that bit in the manga nice alright fair enough uh, set photos on the Flash movie have been revealed showing Keaton's Batmobile and Batcave uh, more Supergirl and will Barry Allen meet his author and himself now, actually I haven't seen these set photos um, and with the DC and the Batman stuff, I'm just waiting for it to come out. Like I'm not, I'm not really like clamoring for news. I'm not clamoring for more trailers. Like when the film comes out, I will go and watch the film. And that's pretty much all I can say in regards to that at this moment in time. Um, this news is pretty interesting. Michael B. Jordan is supposedly developing a separate Black Superman project. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys, for HBO Max, focused on Val Zod rather than a black version of Kal-El, aka. Calvin Ellis. Okay. Calvin Ellis. <laughs> I, I I see what he did there. Um, yeah, I don't see. I, I don't mean, see what they did there. What did fair. they do? What to be did, fair. Sorry. Um, sorry. No. No. Explain well, what you said they did there with Calvin Ellis. I don't get it. Oh, so um, you know, Superman's name is Cal L. So Calvin uh, Ellis. Is, is like uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Yes, oh, I now see. Man. I now see what they did there too. <laughs> yeah, but I also say that um, looking at some sort of directions um, to this, um, I think people are showing us more the pos- are looking at this more positively than negatively. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, anyway, I'm not sure how. Um, I mean, this is on Facebook as well. So I'm not sure how um, you know Twitter's handling it, especially Black Twitter. Um, but I guess it's just nice to see another, um, um, you know. DC story yeah. um, you know even though um, um, you know you've got Val Zod um, in fact Val Zod seems to be some, someone who's sort of related to um, Zod Zod of um, of um, you know the, the other uh, pre- previous previous Superman um, um, is he not stuff like that. is he not just uh, like a version of Val Kilmer but it's the Zod version of Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's great. I, I have, I have no idea. That's funny. Um, because we didn't know, we didn't know Zod was <laughs> of um, of um, uh, Krypton. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, overall, I still think this is this is a cool series. Um, I'm not too fussed that you know they they've um, they go with another um, with another um, you know Superman in inverted commas because mm. even though the guy's Kryptonite, sorry, Kryptonian, mm. um, he should have all the powers of Superman anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a new character. Do they make him black rather than reprising the role of uh, of say um. Um, the normal, the normal Superman Cal L that we that we all know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um. I'm also looking forward to a Static Shock movie that always oh, a series that they've been working on. So. Um. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Should. should I'm. Should I'm not the most excited about this news, as far as like again a lot of the DC stuff. Like, if it happens, I'm gonna check it out and I'm gonna review it and I'm gonna give an honest opinion on it. But their yeah. news doesn't really excite me like Marvel news does. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm I feel saying. like a lot of their stuff gets announced and then nothing actually ever comes to it. Yeah. <coughs> so we'll see. Uh, in the Michael Heights, oh, sorry, is going to be acting in uh, Creed Three in 2022. Okay. Damn. Yep. Mm. Is this there? Like, I didn't think they'd be able to bring out another one of those movies. <laughs> well, money talks, isn't it? It's made a lot of money. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, awesome. In the Heights star Leslie Grace is set to play Batgirl in HBO Max movie. Again, I'm I don't kind of care. Um, <laughs> Jared Leto and Ben Affleck rumored to be starting a live action adaptation of The Killing Joke for HBO Max. Now, okay. this one I kind of care because The Killing Joke is a really good storyline, and Jared Leto and Ben Affleck have both been like <coughs> disregarded by fans as good adaptations of the Joker and Batman. Oh my dear, sorry guy. And <laughs> this is this is oh. how it, this is what it induces in you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. no, but I'm actually interested. Oh gosh, I'm back off him. <clears throat> um, I actually like Jared Leto's Joker. I didn't hate it as much as other people did, and obviously Ben Affleck. Everyone kind of like forced him out of the role. Um, interested to see what they do there. Like I said, Killing Joke's a really good storyline. Um, so yeah, uh, Peacemaker premieres January 16th, 2022. 20, oh, I'm being horrible with numbers today. January 16th, 2022. First three episodes will drop together on HBO Max. Um, Joker live in concert tour in England, showing a movie accompanied by a live orchestra from Academy Award winning score by Hilda Gunditer. Gun, Gun, Gunditer? Gunditer. Like, I'm watching that. All right. That will do. <laughs> oh, Marvin. I mean, I'm sorry, not Marvin. Martin, take over while I'm dying. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, man. He really is dying. Uh, right. So, um, Toei announced that the San Diego Comic-Con virtual event, that's a second Dragon Ball Super anime film called Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, is scheduled for release in 2022. Um, and... Also, Funimation announced last week, Wednesday, that we'll be streaming the Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc in the US, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand this year. So, majority English speaking, um, speaking, uh, countries. Um, and yeah, that's it. I've also announced, um, some, um, news earlier today. So yeah, ours is very, very much compact. Nice. Yeah. It's, 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 like I said, it's a fairly quick one, swift one. Um, mm-hmm. No gaming news. Um, trailers. I've actually, I've only seen the Titans trailer. I'm excited for season three. 
Uh, yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think of this? Uh, like the, the the fact in the trailer they're talking about um, Batman getting killed. Sorry, I'm having water, guys. Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking water. Right. Water. You you drinking water? I need hydrate. I need hydrate. Um, and clear your throat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Batman dying. I mean, that was kind of hinted to, wasn't it? Um, in uh season two, when Robin attacked, um, when Robin was fighting him, um, under I think it was under the influence of um, oh, is it Trigon? Yeah, under the influence of, of Trigon. I think it was under the influence of Trigon. So. Yeah, I mean, the whole Titan series is interesting anyway because they're characters that we're familiar with, but um, in saying that, they're not necessarily following any sort of line of stories. It, um, it all seems to be very much contained within its own um, within its own story, um, which, is what makes it, which is what makes it fun and enjoyable to watch and everything. So, yeah, with Batman dying, I think it can only mean that either Dick Grayson takes on the role as Batman or the character Batman, both, you know, sorry, yeah, the hero um, Batman is just dead to the world now and then um, Nightwing will take over. Um, Dick Grayson as Nightwing takes over the mantle of being Gotham's protector. Um I'm just glad to see if any of the other Robins will uh, will take over the mantle, actually. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's, all, it's more like a wait and see, but yeah, I'm actually interested to see, uh, see how it goes um, for the for those reasons I mentioned. Yeah. No, that's it. Right, I'm going to save the, the, the last two for next week because I actually haven't watched them. Uh, right, I failed this week. Fine. That's it. By the way, sorry, very quickly, um, <coughs> whilst I was watching all these trailers, I did watch uh, um, the Dune trailer again, and fuck me, that looks such, that looks so good. Honestly, mm. I can't, can't wait to see that. Is it, is it like a, a, a remake of the movie, or is it a, an actual series that's going to come out? I can't remember. What, for Dune? Have you guys seen the, the Dune trailer? Uh, no, I haven't seen the most recent one. I saw the I one they, they dropped back. I think, I think Nana's dying again. It's, it's, it's a movie. Yeah, probably it's probably an insult. Yeah, I'm so I'm so hyped up for that last that 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 June that mm. June movie. That mm. it just looks fucking a. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So the two on, main. Gonna... Can you look hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Right, yeah, I was going to cool. say, do we have definitely opinions of it of of June? Uh, no, I haven't seen the new trailer, so I've got no opinion of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about is old. A family on a tropical holiday discovered at a secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives to into a single day. Now I don't. I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Uh, mine. Were you, were, did, mine and Steve. Did you guys get around to seeing this? No, nope. I didn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we all failed. Ah, so we all failed. All right, cool. We can say this we one next week. Failed. Right, mm-hmm. let's move swiftly on before I die. Masters of the Universe <laughs> Re- Revelation. He Man uh, is an American anime superhero fantasy streaming television series developed by Kevin Smith and produced by Powerhouse Animation Studios. A sequel to the nineteen eighty three to nineteen eighty five filmation series He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Ignoring the events of the new adventures of He-Man Revelation, focus on the unresolved storylines of the original 1983 TV series, picking up many of the characters' journeys where they left off. Um, now, 
I was born in 89, so this was before my, this is well before my time, and I don't have a lot of memories of watching He-Man, but I did have a Battle Cat and a He-Man toy growing up, which is strangely weird because my parents wouldn't allow me to have Power Rangers toys, but you know, that's... Uh, He-Man always had the, the good, the, the thing, the, the bit at the end of the movie. Now, now kids, don't forget to don't take drugs and, and all that oh, yeah. That's like a staple so it, of the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, so that satisfied a lot of parents to be like, okay, it's all right, Maybe. you can watch this. Like I said, I don't, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't remember watch. watching He-Man uh, as a young child. Um, Stevie, you're a little bit older than we are. Do you? Did you watch yep. He-Man as a child? So... I didn't. Oh yeah, have you didn't a have a TV. TV. Oh yeah, what? Well, duh, duh. Right. Yeah. But even even without a TV, yeah. I fucking knew about He Man. He Man was huge, and you could pick up like He Man toys. Fucking rinse the market. You could get them everywhere, and it might. I think I would have been even more into it if I'd been if I'd had a TV and maybe been a little bit older, but. It was still massive, and I know you know I've grown up knowing He Man, seen He Man. It's de- definitely a big part of of my my upbringing. So for me, this is this was an enormous mm. like remake of it. Yeah. Um. So I watched He Man, um, the original series back in well, the ones that came out in the nineties, eighties. Sorry. Um. And I watched the one that was also on Tsunami, so I I know He Man um, pretty well. Um, in fact, I used to watch He Man in Ghana, um, believe it or not. Um, this is when you know Ghana would. I think after a certain time, that like, you rush back home and then there'll be heat, there'll be like He Man, Power Rangers, all that jazz on. Mm. So um, yeah, I managed to watch a bit of it. Um, so for this one, um, especially the first episode, um, it actually captured a lot of. The, the original He-Man um, series in terms of just how um, over the top it could be with the with the acting um, yeah. you know with the really bad jokes bad jokes um, so many bad jokes oh bad, my days bad jokes like typical dad jokes um, they're amazing I appreciated them all oh uh, same here because as a kid you're thinking oh my <clears> gosh <throat> I get it because you know it's so simple to understand it um mm. So yeah, I definitely enjoyed that. I mean, that was definitely was nostalgia for me. Um, and actually, in the later episodes where also you see the trailer events that happens, you see Tila becoming more of a centralized, uh, uh, become the protagonist actually, um, and Adam taking a little bit of a backseat and everything like that. Um, I, I do know them explain the universe a bit more. I really enjoyed this one actually. At yeah. first, I was thinking, oh, if it's going to be like the original ones, yeah, nostalgia was <laughs> hitting me. Might give her a half chicken. But um, the story in all was really, really good. And actually, the ending was was pretty interesting because um, all the time you get um, Skeletor just getting his plans thwarted in the most stupidest ways. And actually, a lot of them, a lot of the characters, a lot of the bad guys that we see, um, actually, you know, remember those defeats. Remember how stupid his plans were, mm-hmm. how dumb they were. They always failed, no matter what they failed. So. Um, in the last episode, it being sort of like a bit of a role reversal, um, it was it was good. It was interesting. Um, so I'll give it a I'll give it a three piece. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna give this a half chicken. Uh, I like I said, I don't really remember He Man. Um, I thought it was fine enough. Um, 
I did have a couple of little like, you know, slight problems of it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember Cringer being able to talk in the original yes. TV series. So him talking now was a bit like, um, what? Uh, I don't particularly like it. Um, I did have to remind myself that this is like meant to be a Saturday afternoon, like kid show. Um, so not to like judge it too much of adult eyes. Um, yeah. but I was a little bit, see, you know, I don't want to come across sexist here. But I didn't particularly like that it was following like Teela, like it was more Teela's story. Like, yeah. this is meant to be He Man. We're meant to be following Prince Adam. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, He Man was hardly in it. He died at Move the beginning. Move over, Prince Adam. He, he, huh? Move over, Prince Adam. Yeah, it was like yeah. He Man died at the beginning. Then he came back. Then he died again. It's just like, <laughs> why am I getting a show called He Man without He Man? And yeah. like, they tried to fix that with like flashbacks of like past adventures that they went on, but mm. it was always like He Man and Teela. Teela's the sidekick. I was just like, like if you're gonna, it it, it was just strangely an odd choice for me in it. And yeah. not only that, yeah, like so I was on Facebook and I didn't click on the article. But I was seeing a lot of articles saying people were angry with He-Man in it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure why in it. So obviously I was watching, I was like, okay, this is probably one of the things that fans aren't happy about. The fact that the shift of the focus is more on Tila than it is on He-Man, who's its show. I was yeah. like, okay, it was probably again because um, they made Cringer talk here. Yeah? But when they got to episode five and they made Grayskull black here, yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? I don't even need to click on the articles they wore. This is the yeah. reason people are mad. And <laughs> like, again, you like you know me and I'm not the biggest fan of race swapping or gender swapping in it. And I did feel to myself like, hmm, this might have been a bit too much on the keeping it woke train. Uh, it, I understand that, but I'd say that I don't think I ever saw we ever saw Grayskull. There's no mention of what he looked like, of what he. I'm pretty sure. Well, from a quick Google that I did, Grayskull was white. Yep. The original Gray, okay. the original Grayskull was white. So. Oh, fair. I, I, I mean, if that's the case, then. Yeah, I'm 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 in agreement with you that there's no real reason to race swap. Um, but for me, how much the series was not seeing um, uh, uh, Grey Skull, I thought it didn't really matter because there's no. I, th- I thought there's no. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie though. His na- his first name is kind of black though, King Devon. Of him in that in that way. Um, so yeah, cool. That's 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 absolutely fair then. Mm. Um, yeah. So. I, I, again, it was just one of those ones where I was just like, oh, okay, this is why people are mad. Wait, I, I, still, I still feel it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Wait, can you guys hear me? Hello? Hello? Robot. Right. Yeah, you're built for robot now, Nana. It's right, hard to me, hear you. Right. Nana, you cut out. Can you hear me now? <laughs> no, it's every other word. Oh my Good days! Come again. All right, do you know what? Let me just do a little quick pause. All right, hopefully uh, I have sorted out my internet issues and these lot can hear me. Um, the joke that I tried to make earlier was that the the Grey Skull guy's name was King Devon, which is kind of black, but it's obviously not black enough. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird because like I was just like, hmm, that's kind of I can see why people get a little bit triggered at that. Um, it was it was fine. It was good. I would have to listen to some of the podcasts from like guys from the um 
Dude, dude, it was fucking amazing. It was, I had an absolute blast with it. Yeah. For me, this was just like absolutely wonderful. It mm-hmm. was compared to the quality of, of the, um, the, the, the old He-Man. This is slick as fuck. It was like the animation was gorgeous mm-hmm. and it was, it turned everything on its head. Yeah. So, you know, like, like you were saying, like, you found it a bit like me because you wanted to see um, Prince Adam and everything. Yeah. I was like, fucking hey, this is the kind of like, they turned everything on its head. And the whole time, the entire series, spoilers, but the whole, the entire series was, was a complete setup. You know, like, um, well, yeah, this is, just... this is part one of, of two. Exactly. So this, this whole part one was just like, ended on a cliffhanger and it mm. was like, Ah, uh, this I they and they went, you know, they they went they they went to heaven and hell. They went yeah. and just like they they met so many cool characters. And yes, there was loads of cameos of people who like characters and baddies who'd who'd been in the old series. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of expected that. I was like, they're gonna like completely rinse this with loads of old old characters. Yeah. So everyone was like, "Ah, look, it's that. It's like Stinkor, and it's uh, it's you know Triclops, and it and all these different like uh, characters." Bad guys. You could buy all of those characters as well as toys, mm. couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I just had an absolute blast with it, and having like, um, oh, fucking. Um, uh, Skeletor being voiced. Oh, by Mark by, Hamill. Um, yeah, I was literally oh, just Hamill. about. I was literally yeah. just about to say that the voice cast in this was uh, exceptional. You had um, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila. You had uh, Lena Head Headley, Lena Headey as See? Evil Lynn. Uh, you had yeah. Liam Cunning as Duncan. You had Stephen Root as Cringer. Uh, Griffin Newman as Orca. You had Susan Eisberg as Sorcerer of Castle Grayskull. You had Chris Wood as Prince Adam. You had Mark Hamill as Skeletor. You had Kevin Michael Richardson as Beastman. Like, it was fucking awesome cast, man. Mm. And I'm looking forward to when we're going to get the, I'm assuming, the final five episodes. All right. Um, With me, I, uh, so going to the characters a bit more, mm. um, I do like Lena's character. Um, I can't remember Lena so well in the um, original series, but in this one, she appeared to be more, more, of an independent person. Um, you know, she definitely had her own mind. She definitely had her own sort of moral compass. Um, you know, when it turned out that she was lied to or not told about who He-Man was. I thought that was great. dumb. I thought, I thought her getting angry at that and like switching on the king who didn't know. Yeah, his wife knew, but the king didn't. And mm-hmm. then switching on her dad as well was stupid. I, I, I didn't like that particularly myself. I think it wasn't that she switched on the kid. She switched on everyone basically because obviously her. I think is that her dad or her brother? I can't remember. That's, so a, that's well her who, dad. Right. So switched on the dad for not telling her because obviously it's her dad. <laughs> she mm. should know. Um, switched on, I guess, Adam's memory because Adam was he man and Adam himself didn't trust her with that information. It's called a secret well. identity. Yeah, but. Everyone else knew. Why did she know? What was Bobby so special that she didn't know who he was? Nah, dead. You know what I mean? Um, but I did like the fact that 
it was with her was still that yeah she's she's done with this shit she's done with people lying to her and stuff mm. like that she's off doing her own thing she doesn't care about you know the kingdom and this that and the other she's just out there doing her own thing now mm-hmm. um i liked i really liked orko's um <coughs> sort of I, I, I don't know if it was a redemption of the character or what but i i really enjoyed um a bit of the bit of backstory that he told i think it was episode five or um four where you know, we know that he was born and he was supposed to be this really powerful guy. Um, his name would have been Oracle, but then he was really, really bad at magic. So mm-hmm. he ended up becoming Orko as a joke. Um, but um, in episode four, he really pulled himself back. Um, yeah. Where, you know, he was able to hold back, um, was, I think it was like the ghost of, or the essence of Skeletor, or yeah. whoever that apparition was, um, using the, his four abilities um and not messed up once so i thought that was really, really cool to see um i enjoyed um oh what's the name um um evil lynn um evil lynn's character was a bit interesting because she was evil we know she was evil and then because her source of magic was running out she then became good in 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 in, in inverted commas because she knew that the planet was essentially dying um, in order for her to keep using her powers, she'd need to obviously um, bring back He-Man, who would then restore the magic of the universe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, even that switch she did at the end on, on episode five wasn't, for me, wasn't... I, I was expected to do that, but not because she was suddenly evil again, but I think it's because of our, our necessity that she wanted to be able to win inside, or rather anything yeah. else. Uh, uh, I, thought, I thought that was understandable. Mm-hmm. Um um yeah even um even beast man you know sort of putting putting aside his his differences with uh tila and the other heroes um in order to help out um evelyn i thought that was i thought that was decent um because again in the old series we don't know anything we don't know much about these characters besides the fact that beast man's a beast who just you know he he just does what he's told mm-hmm. so so you know all the other all the other um uh, uh, characters like Rob- Roboto, for example. Actually, no, um, not Roboto. Roboto was the um, was the creation of um, of what's he was, his name? He was the robotic version of um of Man at Arms. Man at Arms, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, one one that really got was Boss Man when he got burnt up to a crisp. I was like, not Boss Man, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, oh, that one, that and- one actually kind of hurt. Um, cool fact: um, Mossman was voiced by the original um, voice actor who did Skeletor. Oh snap! Okay. Yeah. okay, so they brought him into it and got him to voice Mossman. Yeah. Oh, and man like Phil Lamar, I again voiced the hero. So that's dope. Um. Yeah, I mean, overall, overall I, I mean. I enjoy the characters, um, but I do I do agree with Nana on one point. If He Man is not going to be in it as much, I don't like the fact that it's called He Man. I much rather it be called something else. Well, but it's called. I can see Ma- why. I they... think this one's called Master of the Universe. No, it's not actually called He Man, is it? it? It's it's. Where's it's, my Netflix remote? Yeah, it's, it's called, called Master of the Universe Revelation. But yeah, so Master of the Universe is. Well, for me anyway, I always associate Masters of the Universe with He-Man because yeah, no, so do I. the old show was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Mm. So that's that's my relationship to, yeah. to the series anyway. 
Like, don't um, get twisted. I, I do like Tila as a character, but like, again, yeah, yeah, like yeah, her yeah, being like the sole focus. And again, like, he, he's Prince Adam's hardly been in it. I'm just like, we like first we got a fake Prince Adam, then yeah. we then you know we finally got to see the real Prince Adam. Then like literally the episode later, he's he's like in in air quotation marks he's dead yeah and then you know he comes back to episode in episode five and then he dies again like <laughs> bro give the man some love like it's his show yeah yeah i mean i think i think this is good um bill's definitely aimed at millennials or yeah very older because you know, we're the people that grew up that would have grown up with him and known about the toys and things like that. Mm. Um, it's still a great watch for a younger um for a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um I would put this in the same vein as um uh, I was gonna say Castlevania in a sense, just because of how story sort of it, takes it, a dark turn and stuff like yeah, that. But, but it's nowhere near as good as Castlevania. It's nowhere near, or, or maybe Dragon's Dogma or something like that. Basically, uh, not Dragon's Dogma. Um, Do- the Dota uh, one. The Dota one. Dota, Dota, thank you, thank you. I'll say, I'll, yeah, uh, I'll compare yeah. it more to Dota. Yeah, I can see that, I can see that. Yeah, mm. yeah, purely, purely because that, I mean, you can tell this, there's obviously um, evil characters, but, and, you know, people may die and stuff like that, but it's mm. not as bad as... Um, as, or as, as dreadful as uh, Castlevania, do you know what I mean? I know that we'll pull through at some point. So, um, go on. Yeah, I mean, I think I, th- I think I think it's a, it's a good watch for um, people. I think maybe we aimed at um, pre-teens, mm. um, pre-teens and well, like and, I said, uh, it, it older. is. We've got to remember that it is meant for kids, isn't it? It is meant to be a mm. kids' it, afternoon. It's going to be aimed at pre-teens and anybody over the age of like. 38. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I've just I've just seen on Netflix mm. that there is a like you can I've just I can set a reminder my, for myself. What was um, yes, you can. for part two. Yeah. For, for for something called He Man and the Masters of the Universe. And the the blurb on it is Eternia's Prince Adam discovers the power of Grayskull and transforms into He Man, Masters Master of the Universe, a reimagining of the classic animated series. So, does this mean they're doing a complete rehash of it? A complete uh, reimagining of it? According to the Wikipedia article I read, this is a continuation of the 1982 He-Man. Yeah. This, well, this, the, the, the Revelation one is. Yeah, yeah but this yeah. is... The, the, what I'm seeing here is... It, this isn't Master of the Universe Revelation. This is, this is titled He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So, mm. this, is a, this is something that's not... Yet being released, it's it's up and coming. Yeah, um, but and is it a twenty twenty one? Because it, it might be that that does weird... it doesn't even have a, a, a like a, a it doesn't have a um it doesn't have a date on it. It's literally just remind set a reminder and this title will appear in your list when it becomes available. Because it, it could be that two thousand two one that they did. Yeah, the one that was watching on tsunami. Yeah, it could be that. That, that, one, that one's pretty interesting. I enjoyed that one. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, so, Steve, what did you rate this one? You. Oh, this is a fucking whole chicken. Right. So you got whole, whole chicken from Stevie, three pieces of Martin, and a half chicken from me. So mm. you know it's varied. We all enjoyed it. Just you know, some of us loved it more than others. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to say on this? Or? Um, did you guys see? Did you guys see the uh, the sort of like the making of it? Uh, I watched uh, like the first ten minutes. No. Yeah, I thought- 
Go on. I said no. I didn't. I didn't see it at all. So uh, enlighten us. <laughs> oh no! Just it, I. I found it helped to sort of open up the the whole kind of like series to so much more. It, it mm. kind of gave you a bit more behind the scenes. You got to see the the actors and actresses who who did the voiceovers, and they Sorry, it but... gave you the sort of like the the idea of like what was the concept behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you got to see Mark Hamill, like yeah. Fucking I thought what was, about. what was pretty cool was the fact that like they started this before COVID, and so they for a little bit li- for a little while, the voice actors were like recording in the same room, and obviously when COVID happened, they basically had to yeah. record um, over the internet, and that was an interesting challenge in itself to like get some of the emotional scenes when you're not in the same room as the person that you're acting with. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought that that was pretty cool that they managed to get it sorted. Mm. But no, I I I I quite like watching these kind of um, follow up things yeah. where it's it's a bit like listening to like a lot of the stuff that we've um, watched. I've listened to like podcasts of it, mm. and it's just helped to sort of like un, unwrap it a little bit and yeah. made me that much more interested about like it's like you and me talking about. Um, Studio Ghibli shit. No, mm-hmm. no. We, we when we talked about it afterwards, I did like loads of research, and yeah. it just made me so much more interested and psyched for, you know, like, well, it just I enjoyed the movie more because yeah. we actually like dug into it afterwards. Mm. I'm, I'm like, like I said, even though I didn't give it the most highest of ratings, I am looking forward to part two. I want to see how it ends or what they do I want to see if you know potentially will we get She-Ra involved in this because I've never seen She-Ra either even though I know it's on Netflix like what's going to happen do you know what I mean um, so I am looking forward to checking this one out uh, the part two <coughs> and hope we get it quite soon mm. yeah alright I think that brings us to the end we are done we are finito uh, I'm glad that you guys also didn't watch old because that gives me now an opportunity to watch that tomorrow for the next recording um, so yay we all sucked this week <laughs> in terms of getting everything <laughs> watched but yeah that, that like I said that gives me an opportunity to watch this film I probably want to go see the cinema to see it um, uh, I can't remember what else we're going to be reviewing next week I haven't checked the schedule I need to do that at some point but as always, guys, if you have liked this, please share your friends. Um, leave us an Apple, Apple review. It does help with visibility. It helps us get out of there, get more people to find out more about us. Uh, I just got a, uh, a notification that Comic-Con, MCM Comic-Con is happening in October. Uh, so at some point in August, I want to pick up my ticket. I'm probably only just going to do a Saturday um because i'm hopefully going to be working so i might only be able to put one day of the weekend to comic-con uh which but if you're there which, which day was it which i want to say it was october 22nd to 24th uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be double vaccinated then so we'll see what happens yeah I'll, I'll, i've been double vaccinated for a long time so uh yeah <laughs> but yeah if you're yeah if you're if you're, yeah so we'll try and organize i know stevie came to one was it two years ago now because of covid mm. So yeah, what, what was this? What was that? Comic Con, MCM. Oh, fucking a! I would, yeah, I I know that um I'd be up for it and so yeah, so above my above my kiddies. Yeah, so um yeah, we'll probably organise them. Maybe we can have a little blurs me up at Comic Con, uh, get yep. some fun photos and all that jazz. But yeah, that's a wrap. Uh, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people.
mine say bye to people everyone catch you next time and uh, you know it's a lot harder to do this without a beat you know i actually realize it's a little bit trickier uh but yeah guys <laughs> thanks for listening bye bye now